so my family is divided uh, half of them are in the center of the country the other half are on one side uh, and even the ones I am closest to are an hour and a half to two hours away my friends from high school uh, either still live where I grew up hours away uh, have moved somewhere else uh, not really where I am same thing with my friends from college but despite all of this I can't help but feel as though in many ways we are constantly still together my background is in analytical philosophy. Um, perhaps annoying to some, perhaps annoying to most. Um, analytical philosophy uh, attempts to define things very basically, uh, very stringently, uh, such that they can easily answer questions like this. Um, are we more together than ever before? Which is what I've been considering. So uh, the way an analytical philosopher might, philosopher might come at this is as follows. What does it mean to be together? What it means to be together, uh, at least from one perspective, one way to define it, is to not necessarily be utilizing all five senses in order to interact with one another, but to be capable of utilizing all five senses, or we could say any of the five senses, in order to interact with one another. The only sense that hasn't yet been translated across devices is the sense of taste uh, and the sense of touch, right? So there are two. Um, in, a, in a sense, our devices can translate touch, um, but I don't think it's to a direct enough degree for it to actually matter. Now, perhaps if studies were done that said, um, uh, that for example, they make those um, their sex toys, I think it's like an app-controlled vibrator. Um, so for that's just an example. It's a uh, crude one of... Um, a, a digital device that's attempting to translate physical touch over space. Um, now, if that did the same thing mentally, and I think you would have to argue that it probably does, as physical as actual physical touch directly, um, not over distance, then you could argue that in essence they are um, are together. So, um, but, but at worst, let's say that taste and um, touch and even, I guess, taste, touch, and smell have not been translated. But the truth is, uh, rarely do you actually want to taste another person, <laughs> right? That's a, that's a very intimate thing that, happen that happens, uh, uh, at least historically, rarely. Um, 
And even then, even when tasting someone, you don't really want to smell them. That's even more rare, right? Probably equally as rare within within that subcategory. So those two actually don't um, matter much to us, I don't think. They matter a lot for nostalgia's sake. They matter a lot in retrospect, for example. Um, eating a specific food or smelling a specific perfume or cologne can easily throw you back to a specific time in your life or um, to a specific time in your life characterized by dating a specific lover. Um, that can happen. But uh, again, very rarely are lovers even tasting or smelling uh, one another. Now, sometimes lovers are touching each other more often than any other subgroup but beyond that uh, most families uh, simply like hug to say hello and goodbye right and you could also argue that even the ability to like see each other through FaceTime or something like that is diminished in so far as you can't look directly in one another's eyes what would need to be done is that assumptions would need to be made about how how each of these uh senses individually are diminished um, through the use of technology. But for the sake of assumption, let's just go with the idea that of these five senses, um, on average, uh, digital devices give us the ability to be with one another about 50% as meaningfully um, as without them. So the question then is, do our digital devices increase our ability to be together uh, in relationship to duration more than two times? If so, you could categorically say that this, uh, this generation, uh, sorry, quantifiably say that this generation is the most together generation in history and um, being together is good but there's also this other side to being together where like a lot of people are really taxed by going home for the holidays or by have or by the holidays in general because they have to be around their family and why is that I think it's because you care a lot about your family and your family cares a lot about you and it's hard not to try to control each other um, in an effort to uh, keep one another safe in the same way that we try to keep ourselves safe. And so it can end up very, very taxing. And so if this is in fact the case that we are the most uh, together generation in history, then I think it makes sense that we would also be in some ways both the closest and the most bickering generation in history, which is probably an explanation of what you see on social media. So, um, that's a rough sketch of the, the argument, but it begins uh, simply by asking what does it mean to actually be with someone, and it uses the senses in order to understand that. It then assumes that digital devices cannot translate all of those senses as well, and as a rough assumption, while you could do different math, it assumes that they do it about 50% as well. And from there, as long as we are 
together duration-wise longer than two times what we were historically on average, then we are the most together generation in history, and you can begin deducing some things from that. Uh, it's a sort of um, media theory, and it's a sort of behavioral economics. Uh, it's philosophy for a digital world, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I'm driving. I just got home. I'll talk to you later. Peace.